It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the Packers this weekend, and I am excited to see how they manage to mess it up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, January 18th, and we have got NFL games to talk to you about. We have got the treatment of Jerry Krause's widow to talk about. We've got airport hoops to talk about. And we're going to talk a little bit about the new trailer just dropped for the Vince Staples show. Very excited for all of that. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. With Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Mother. <laughs> Fucking Mike. No, Way to let it rip there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Produced, as always, by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffon. What's All right. We need you to go subscribe, youtube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. We will be posting a couple times a week. We will be posting YouTube exclusive content. We've got a mailbag uh, up with a, a couple of funny questions. And the uh, what we're going to record after this, we're going to start a new uh, YouTube exclusive series that's like behind the scenes of Dragonfly Jones talking about some of the super fucking surreal moments that Tyler has had as I genuinely, and I don't say this just because he's a friend of mine, I think one of the most unique figures in sports <laughs> of just a dude with a phone he got for 99 cents out of a gumball machine, <laughs> angering Hall of Fame caliber athletes, ending up on TV and all over newspapers and everything else. I'm really looking forward to that series. So, Oh, yeah. It's going to be behind the scenes of Tyler. And for the one that's already up, uh, John and Tyler both give just scorching hot food takes. So you're going to need to go take take a look. <laughs> YouTube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. Yeah. 
It was really fun pitching Tyler the segment, and we the three of us have discussed this off air. But I feel like I have a human, real life friendship with Tyler, but I am still just a huge groupie of the Dragonfly Jones Twitter account, which I sort of view as distinct from Tyler. So that it's not weird in the friendship <laughs> dynamic. You know what I mean? But it was weird pitching to him like, we got to go behind the scenes of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm excited. I'm glad you say yes to it. Because I, 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 I think there's a lot of people out there who like, we always get in the mailbag just like mechanical questions about like, what kind of phone does Tyler really have? Where does, <laughs> what's Let's the Wi-Fi that. like in Tyler's height? <laughs> Yeah, maybe before we get to the NFL, we should open up with John has brought a, the theory that Tyler is actually uh, an extraterrestrial uh, to, the, <laughs> to the recording. I know Tyler Tyler wants to hear yeah, more I about this. I, I, don't, I don't know if you're an extraterrestrial, but things happen with you that don't happen with anybody else. You know what I mean? And so I, I, I just have some questions like packages don't make it to your house. If they do, it takes six weeks. You know what I mean, bro? That like, hasn't happened in years since that since since Trump tried to destroy the fucking post office, dog. Uh, When's the last time that happened? Wanting, and I got it. I, mean, I got it. Mike sent you a book, yeah. But I you, got it. We were. It's, it was Amazon. I, I bro, I me and wifey order so much shit from Amazon that yeah. I, it takes me like a week to open the shit. No, sometimes. but I have sent you like three books, and I think just the most recent one got. No, there. I got the one you sent me. The one um, homie from Virginia wrote of like black pavement or something like that. Yeah, that yeah. I read. A lot of energy yeah. I got from that too. Side. That's somebody right. trying to defend okay. if they're a human no, or no. Right now, I just want y'all to have the facts right, bro. It's leading a particular way. It's leading a particular way. It's leading a particular way. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you are extraterrestrial. I just have questions. I need to, I need to think. He's also wearing a hat from your dreams from last night, correct? Bro, I had a dream last night that I wanted a Florida Marlins hat. That joint with the green underbrim. And I was looking for it. And you pop up with it? Bro, Bro I don't we, know, we are, man. We're, we're just hat brothers. Like, I got the Fear God <laughs> fitted you got. Like, I got yeah. a nerd fitted that you got. I got, I got the white Carhartt uh, scully that you got. Yeah. That's we're just hat brothers, dude. We're yeah. hat brothers, we are, man. But there's there's something else, man. The the, the, the group chat doesn't work because of your phone. I tried to even text Tyler at the, just the me and Mike joint. You know, it's me, you and Mike joint, and it didn't go through too. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, bro. Tyler, Tyler, look, I love you either way. You can be extraterrestrial. You're still a handsome motherfucking <laughs> extraterrestrial. I love the shit out you, bro. You know, I'm I kissed you on your cheek ten times. I got extraterrestrial juice. On my motherfucking mouth. I don't give a fuck that you are. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, you might be. You might your cover might be. I don't know. You gotta tighten up, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Your cover might be blown, nigga. I'm just saying, dog. An alien with a podcast. First a dog with a blog, now an alien First with a thing. podcast. What are they thinking? First thing, hey man, hey man, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to. The, he, he really wanted to study humanity, so he got on Twitter and podcasts. You know, the most representative <laughs> <Hey>. human <laughs> creations. Hey, first, first of all, if, if I was not to think to think you were regular as fuck, you you start a podcast, bro. You know if, what I'm if, saying? If I were an alien who pulled off being a human this well, do you know how rich I would be? Do you know how I would be on the GOP's payroll? Do you know all the money I would have made from Ron DeSantis if that, that was the case? Like, <laughs> well, actually, hold on, on, man. Hold on, you're kind of pushing me towards John. You, so saying. you had you would have had like a work from home gig that you were comfortable with that paid you very very well, and you would have a podcast ta- that's enjoyable for you that pays you. You know what I mean? Hmm. Hmm. I'm telling you, the podcast is a way to pretend like you're human for real, bro. That's to really lean in. That's bro. The next step, you're gonna be out here with a motherfucking tripod recording yourself at fucking Target, nigga. That's no, I, 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 I draw the line. Really I draw the line. No, I'm just saying, that's the only more human thing to do with Tyler's too much of a real nigga, <laughs> alien, to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. I'm just Speaking. I'm just a throwback, bro. Like, I am a fucking pre-social media motherfucker. Like, I, I know I tweet a million times. Uh, like, I've always said, people think that I'm a social media-ass internet motherfucker. No, I'm a Twitter You're motherfucker. A Twitter, yeah. That's it. I will never do any other social media besides Twitter, dog. Like, that's why no we're TikTok, starting no Instagram. The yeah. People don't understand that, and I don't think I could really think of anyone else that has an anonymous Twitter account that has the reach of yours that actively is like, "I'm not going to be on anything else. <laughs> I'm right. not trying to be famous. I just enjoy making fun of people on my yeah. phone." 
Dog, I told you, MySpace and Twitter, that's all I had. Only reason I joined Twitter was because Wale was like, yo, I'm dropping mixtape, my, my next mixtape back to the feature on Twitter. I was like, oh, let me sign up for the Wale mixtape. And here I am 15 <laughs> fucking years later. Wale was a time, wasn't he? Wale was that nigga, dog. Wale still was that, that nigga. nigga. fuck with Mixtape music. about nothing? I played that yeah. a trillion fucking yeah. times. Held me G. down, Summer 08. Crazy. All right. And also, I want to I wanna fight the bougie joint. I don't. I, I. I. I'm not. I'm not a bougie eater. You're bro. not fighting just, that. No. No, bro. Bro. My that. favorite barbecue spot is in the back of a truck, nigga. You feel me? Like I. I. I it's. It's come. I eat bro, barbecue off the back of a truck. That's my favorite barbecue spot, G. What bro, do you mean, you, bro? Well, there's no way you can be bougie about barbecue anyway. You know, so there are no bougie. I mean, barbecue I, I, spots. I mean, in L.A., you definitely there's could, bougie bro. barbecue spots in L.A. Oh my God, yes, not there's that bougie John, everything. Not that John LA. would like. Not that John would like. That's just nah, the, the, that. That's like what you're willing to do because of the quality of food. I feel like my but favorite bougie, burger spot is called Country Girl Pie House. Where like it's they, they, they wrap the fucking burger in saran wrap. They put pepper on the burger in front of you. Okay, first of all, it's in L.A., correct? Huh? You said no. That's so in St. Louis. No, okay. That's oh, Louis. okay. 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 Louis, okay. Yeah. Any food you like in L.A. is automatically bougie because it's in L.A. It costs twenty dollars more than it so, should. So so I'm not so I'm not a like dude. So like that's. And then y'all see me to y'all 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 act like y'all didn't give me the Ubuntu. You won't be bougie anymore. Okay, y'all say you bougie as fuck. But but (laughs) y'all act like listen. What's crazy? This was crazy. This was crazy. These niggas sent me to Ubuntu. I say it's good, and I'm bougie, bro. That's a trap, nigga. Y'all, I didn't send you to that's Ubuntu. That's called a Nate, Nate, Nate sent you me to, up, bro. Nate sent <laughs> you to Ubuntu. And like, you know what I said to Nate? I said, based on my understanding of that place, I think John would love it. That's what I said. Uh, and I was what? correct. Okay. But but also, there was a fire-ass weird burger spot that we drove by, right? You know what I'm saying? On the way, and it looked good, too. That's where and Nate and, no and I would have gone to lunch. We would have gone and, to lunch at Polly bro, Burgers and, my, and my favorite, a pound and a half of seasoning salt into the fry bag. The best food I ever have had is in places that don't have seating, bro. You know what I mean? Like, dog, that's the like that's my favorite shit. My favorite country ass fucking soul food spots are like that, nigga. Don't set me up. You are not beating still, the bougie. You're I'm not living in LA. I'm not an LA nigga, bro. That's that's the issue that I have with this, nigga. I live here. Quick question. I'm not a what's quick up? Quick question. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Another <laughs> you know, It's just you know, a quick question. Me. Okay, it's, go just ahead, go ahead. it's just a quick question, yeah, yeah, and Tyler yeah. can speak to it too. Okay, y'all came to Long Beach. We had a great time. We oh drove around, God. went on a nice tour. Took Tyler to some of his favorite music spots, etc. Took you to a, a nice restaurant. I thought would be like a good spot for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Lebanese food, Second Street, great oh spot. God. Y'all act like a being a healthy nigga. Go, I'm gonna let you finish the tour. I'm sorry. Let me not interrupt you. Finish it. Finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Do your do your thing. Do your thing. I'm all bad. My I bad. ordered. Pita and hummus and lemon potatoes for the table. What was your response to being in a city you don't spend a lot of time in at a great acclaimed restaurant, having delicious new foods put in front of you? We were going for cookies after or sweets. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to save the bullshit for that, bro. You didn't say the bullshit. You no, said you said the car. You said carbs. We were there. <laughs> okay. You, you said carbs. I have okay, never had. Okay. I, 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 I had never had no, any of the homies tell me, tell, me, tell me that, that they were that's on a carbs bougie? count, bro. Abs are bougie the, as fuck, bro. Abs are bougie uh, as fuck. Okay, okay. Well, I'll be a bougie nigga. Abs are bougie that, is really funny. That's hilarious. Is that not correct? <laughs> I'll be a bougie nigga. And my abs are fucked up right now because of this last, but I'm, I'm lying. It. We, Tyler, we, 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 our cut season now. John's abs not bougie as fuck? Abs absolutely are bougie, bro. Nigga, man. Over over 40, dog? Yeah, I feel like I feel like all the real niggas gave up on abs at like 27, dog. That ain't real nigga shit, bro. Fuck out of here. No real that ain't a lack of, bro. Real niggas gave up on abs. Real niggas give up on their health at 40, nigga. You know what I mean? Real niggas built like hamburgers at 40. That don't make any sense to me, nigga. No, we just no, making no, up I didn't say that. Now. I didn't say that. I didn't say real niggas stop being health conscious. I said there comes a point when every real nigga's life where they're like, fuck abs. You know, I'll still have shoulders, back, I'm arms. Healthy, I'm you know? healthy as fuck. I, I eat healthy I, as I fuck. I, I gave up on hey, abs this, at this 27. <laughs> Y'all act like I'm out here doing ab workouts. I'm not, nigga. I don't do ab workouts. I just Yeah, eat. the carb I'm, the I'm carb intake does the the the, the, the ab exactly, cutting for you. Exactly, so, exactly. So, so like, I, 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 the I carb do my count. arms, I do the other shit. I'm doing pull-ups and all that shit, deadlifts, all that type shit. You feel me? 
but it's just my diet, nigga. Don't be mad because I'm I eat clean. You can't call me a, a whole ass. We're not mad. We're clean. just saying you're bougie. No one's mad at you. We're happy you're you living mad. the truth, you're just bro. Just a bitch because you don't eat carbs, nigga. I support you your LA lifestyle, ass, nigga. I also live an LA lifestyle, so I support you. Your support. fellow yeah, LA, you your fellow LA guy. Really I'm not hating. Up I support you, you. you know? bro. <laughs> I support this is you. Nasty work. I support this is you. This is, this is this is I'm complimenting you. Bro, you birthday at the shit. birthday at the me. Soho house. <laughs> that was bro, I mean, my, my I never even been to has a free membership and told us to go there cuz I don't know where to go cuz I'd be at the house. So that that's you nigga how is that my fault? And that nigga that invited me is a nigga that the homie that 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 while a cop was arresting somebody, he stuck a sticker on their back, and he flipped his dick in half to have you're, sex in a club, nigga. Okay, all right. So, bro, best friend, we gonna call that man bullshit. Best friend, we gonna call that man bullshit. The person that who knows doing? you better than that anyone. That looked at you and, and he got said, abs too. Really, he got abs. Where on <laughs> earth would John most this? like to have his birthday? And he said the Soho House. I didn't. Yes, not say I agree. That. That's no, not what he happened. looked at you and said, I know exactly where John would love to have his birthday at the Soho house. That's what Adrian said. That's and what you just and, said. And, and then no, you I was carb, and then you was carb counting up in that motherfucker. You ain't eating no pizza. All I ate was cookies. <laughs> yeah, because you passed on the pizza. But I'm carb counting? Yeah, because you I passed ate, on the pizza. Because I don't like pizza, nigga. That may be weird, but it's not bougie. You feel I, what I'm I saying? I agree with that. That is weird, but it is no not. No way. That is just weird. Find me a poor person that does not like pizza. I know people who don't like chocolate. Doesn't make them bougie. Like people just don't what? like. You're some not. I didn't are say like, chocolate. Nobody here no, is poor. I know. I know. You know I what do you mean? I'm poor? just saying some people just poor? don't like certain foods. It's not. Yeah, really. that's that's. Mike, you won't eat, nigga. You out here eating burger and bread. Shut the hell up. Talk about food takes, nigga. You out here eating like Vinny has a better palate than your ass, nigga. No, he does not. Let's let's talk about football. Well, I'm gonna listen to y'all talk about football. How about that, nigga? I don't know shit. Oh Lord Almighty! Weird. Oh, that was 15 minutes. All right. <laughs> Let's start the show. Uh, I can't believe you try to fight the bougie allegations. All right. Nah, um, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all hating. I had to I had to clean that up, bro. Okay, last bougie comment. Allegations for a food, country ass food, nigga. Come on. My last comment, when we made jokes about you being Republican, I, I you know, I got a phone call from your mom about it. <laughs> when we seriously say you're bougie, no one said anything. That's all I'm saying. So you're out here fighting alone. Republican right now. a different level, then. Correct. <laughs> we apologize and we apologize. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's talk about, speaking of uh, guys setting up the tripod uh, to film themselves walking into Target, let's talk about the Eagles collapse uh, <laughs> and Jalen Hurts <laughs> having to morph back into uh, being a listening to Drake while shopping at Target and filming himself person. Um, this Eagles collapse is like the worst shit I've ever seen. They were 10 and 1, mm. and they finished the season with a negative point differential. They have completed the NFC East collapse. Uh, Tyler, I know it's always more fun to hate on the Cowboys, but I know you have a special spot in your heart for hating on the Eagles. Yes, I absolutely do hate the Eagles too. Like, you know, it's like I said on Twitter, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I, I've been enjoying the Jalen Hurts fall off. The motherfucker is handsome, rich, and successful. You can't be a Super Bowl that champion nigga on top handsome, of that. He beautiful. Yeah, be right? <laughs> nigga looks like a baby deer. But, oh um, right? God. You cannot, life cannot be <laughs> that good for anyone. I feel like the universe had to balance itself, dog. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's just been. You know, and I and I got to give props to Eagles fans here because Eagles fans were saying all season, bro, we are frauds, even when they were ten and one. And I was just like, you know, Eagles fans are being spoiled by success, being delusional. It's this is a tough league. A win is a win is a win. However you can get them, you should be happy with them. But they saw the writing on the wall, bro. They knew they was some bullshit. Then we saw this late season skid. Then we saw the, the Buccaneers just smack the fuck out of them. So it's some real questions there, bro. Like, is Sirianni gonna come back? Um, you know, is was Jalen Hurts was Jalen Hurts just a flash in the pan, or is he was that just a slump season? Like we. Were we're going to see with that next season. So, yeah, man, Eagles at a crossroads right now. And as an Eagles hater, I very much enjoy it. Is Nick Sirianni the worst Italian since Mussolini? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shit really went downhill after that fucking um, the Italian bodyguard or whatever the fuck after that Big incident. Dom, meatball yeah. Dom after the Niners got him kicked out of the league for, for the rest of the season. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. he was trying, to, he was trying yeah. to fight an NFL player. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know. Normally, I root for the uh, the you know the meatball soup Italian uh, Italian sports figures, but I, the the Eagles, you know, they made it easy to root against Sirianni and Big Dom. I don't know. So goodbye did, to the Eagles. When did, when did, the Bucks, I would never have thought would be in the divisional round of the playoffs. Baker Mayfield now has as many career playoff wins as Dak Prescott, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is. <laughs> Tough to wrap your head around. <laughs> I like all the and stats it's only that, two. That, are, that clown the That's Cowboys. The it's like the Texans had more playoff wins since their franchise was created in the 21st century like <laughs> yeah. than the Cowboys have in that same period of time. And the Texans are a historically bad franchise. Every stat that clowns the Cowboys playoff wins is hilarious to me. They are, um, are funny-ass franchise. I also saw the Cowboys have one win or two playoff wins in since they built Jerry's World. And the Packers have won three playoff games there. God damn. <laughs> that's their house, bro. Lambo that's South. Cr- yeah, that's crazy. When, when did everybody start hating the Eagles? Because I think I felt like in the like when I was in college, they were like a popular team. You know what I mean? Like Mike people Vick. fucked with yeah, They were I, popular because of Mike Vick. Mike Vick. This Jackson. was before Mike Vick. This was with uh when uh T.O. was McNabb and T.O. were a cool duo. Yeah, so like and so, like, but it seems like now everybody hates the Philadelphia Eagles except for people from Philly. You know what I mean? When did like it seem like it was cool to hate the fucking Eagles? Well, I can tell you, it has been cool all my life. Oh, for sure, <laughs> you know, because sure. I've That's never right. liked those yeah. motherfuckers. But I mean, I think that everyone has always hated uh, Philadelphia sports fans. Oh, for sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so you know, there's some um, you know run over there, but. But yeah, it's it's just I, you know Twitter Twitter just amplifies everything and 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 NFC East you know it's a Dal it's the the most followed franchise in all of fucking football you know then you've got a New York team then a Washington DC team and you know just millions of people in in the fucking NFC East rooting for these teams so that's why you see that a lot. 
I think the other thing is just the way they were positioned. Like, I was automatically a Donovan McNabb fan because of Rush Limbaugh, right? Like, it, so it was like oh, Donovan McNabb, Terrell too. Owens, right? Like, on, like so, uh, rooting for them so hard. I was obviously a Mike Vick, Deshaun Jackson fan for a variety of reasons. But then at some point they leaned into, <clears throat> and I feel like Sirianni really leans into the, like, douchebag Philly thing. Like, the way he was, like, taunting Chiefs fans, you know, when they were 10-1. and one. Like, you know, like the the whole big Dom thing. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they kind of like leaned into the side of Philly that is like easy for everyone to revile. Like, you, like, they, like as a franchise, they became more of a Philly sports fan type of a persona. You know what I mean? That, that's yeah. that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know. All right. The Bills beat the Steelers uh, in a game that was delayed due to the weather. Um isn't this some shit? They paid the fans on Saturday night $20 an hour to come out and shovel snow. But they really only had them shovel snow off the field. And so the fans who came for the game on Sunday, or on Monday, excuse me, it, it looked like, I mean, it looked like a Star Wars movie on the ice planet or something. It was like you had dads leading their five kids. Like, <laughs> shit shit like, looked like the new God of War video game, dog. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers, mother, how, you were, they were trekking to their seats. Like you know, some Oregon Trail shit, dog. <laughs> yeah. You had to pack down to get to section C. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, shit was crazy. The Bills ended up beating the Steelers. Um, I don't. I, I believe that. Yeah, that was the only pick I got correct. I went one and five on Wild Card Weekend. So this is premium NFL shit you're getting on <laughs> Jason Jones. <laughs> uh, the Bills did beat the Steelers. Afterwards, Mike Tomlin, uh, who you know I think deserves a lot of credit for getting that team to for staying above five hundred. Um, I think some of the players correctly said you know they they probably win four or five games without him in some of these seasons. But he's not won a playoff game in six or seven years. Steelers fans are all over social media wanting Tomlin gone, which is difficult for me to wrap my head around. But it's the NFL thing. Like, you're a successful franchise. You don't win a playoff game for six or seven years. People want to change. When asked by a reporter, a reporter started to ask about whether he would be back or not, Mike Tomlin uh, just immediately turned and walked out of the press conference. Tyler, how do you think we evaluate Mike Tomlin, and and what do you think the Steelers are going to do with their coaching position going forward? Um, for one, I love that walk off at the podium, bro. It's just like, come on now. Like, 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 he was like, we're not even going to do this. Like, I told y'all, bro, that man is Newport News through and through. The same city that gave us Allen Iverson and the Plaxico Bears. It's a certain type of dude that comes from Newport News, and he's for sure one of them. Um, but I, I, I think that the, the calling for his firing is just so fucking ridiculous. What did you want this man to do with Mason um, Rand Rudolph, right? Like, what the fuck did you really expect to come from that? And he got him to the playoffs. And then they went to uh, the fucking, you know, one of the hardest places to play a road game at up against one of the best quarterbacks in the league and they took a loss like we all knew they would right so i mean what what we need to do is get that man some motherfucking help get him get him a legit quarterback and and then you know evaluate him from there so that's where i'm at with that like i I just don't think that the people calling for his head realize how rare it is to find a good fucking nfl coach and tomlin is a good coach yeah i I completely agree and then he's also kind of been subject to um you know i know what he i i know from people who know him. I know what he views strongly is disrespect in in the sort of like storylines that are around his job. He's very frustrated by people asking him if he was interested in college jobs. Um, you know, and his feeling is that because he's a black head coach, he gets sort of disrespect in the way that if a Bill Belichick or an older white dude has a team 17 years in a row, how many years in a row with a winning record, no one's asking him like, "Are you going to take the USC job?" Or you, you know what I mean. So I, I, I think that was part of why he walked off too. Is he's like, "I'm pissed off right now. We just lost a football <laughs> game. I'm not trying to get into all this fucking shit with you guys right now." Right. We'll talk about it later. You know. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last NFL thing I want to talk about. We will. So on Saturday we'll have our episode out previewing this week's divisional games. And uh, if you want to listen to our picks and then bet the opposite, you know it could be a good. <laughs> Could be could be a good weekend for you. Uh, <laughs> Hell of a strategy. Hell of a strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The George Costanza fade yourself. You know, uh, <laughs> what decision was I going to make? I'm going to do the opposite. Um, I want to talk about uh, Jason Kelsey uh, of the Eagles. Um, had sort of been you know rumored throughout the year this might be his last year. Uh, we got another Schefter uh, you know standoff <laughs> over retirement. 
where Schefter reported that, you know, Kelsey implied in his post-game speech to his teammates that that was probably it for him. He's going to be a Hall of Fame offensive lineman. Um, and then, you know, he didn't do the, like, super aggrieved thing, but he went on his podcast and was basically like, you know, I'll make the I'll make whatever announcement in the time that I'm ready to. It's too emotional right after a game. But he also said that, like when the comments come, it will come with like appreciation for everyone who's helped his journey and stuff. I, I'm curious for you guys on like a morality take here. If you're a reporter who has it on good authority that someone's going to retire, the correct thing to do is to report it. Or are you believers of the, these athletes, Tom Brady, Jason Kelsey sort of saying, this is my announcement back the fuck off and let me make the announcement. Like how do you, how do y'all feel about that? If I was a newsbreaker in sports, I absolutely would not touch retirement announcements. I would let the players have that. Because the thing about it is, is like we just need to realize how surreal it is to be a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. You devote your whole life to something. Then you're fucking 35, 36 years old. And you're like, holy shit, I'm waking up tomorrow and all this is over. Right. Like, I think that that in that situation, you should, you know, have the decency to allow that person to tell us that this chapter of their life is closing. Not fucking putting it up, you know, in a in a tweet f- citing sources and all that shit. And especially for Jason Kelsey, who an offensive uh lineman, the most unappreciated and grueling fucking position in all the sports, right? Like and and Jason Kelsey is fairly um famous, I'd say. Even though, you know, offensive lineman, that's a thankless position. And, he, and the only reason he's really famous is because his brother dates Taylor Swift, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? And and I just think that, you know, for, like I said, it's their life's um, duty, their life's purpose for a lot of them. Um, you, you know, and like I said, especially for an offensive lineman, that's such a thankless position. You should get let, allow that person, especially like a, a guy like Kelsey, to have the spotlight in that moment, bro. It's bigger than just breaking a fucking story there. Yeah, he talked about in the, in the pod like how that wasn't the moment to let everybody know and make that decision. You know what I'm saying? So, like, after a loss like that, he just didn't feel like it was right. He wanted to think about it a little more and not allow motion to take over his decision-making at that moment. So, I, 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 I agree with Tyler, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be I, – I don't I – don't, for, for clicks, for what? You know what I mean? Like, how does that benefit your career that much by letting them, you know, make their own announcement? But – um uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just, I, it doesn't make sense to me why he feels necessary to let people know these things when these people obviously don't want to. And also, these, this, his relationships with players is extremely important with this job too, and that doesn't help at all either. So I don't know how this benefits him. It just seems like some asshole shit. Honestly, that's how it comes off to me. I, you know, it's interesting. I've got, I, I think I've got a different take than you guys. I, I, I think like if it would be news whether or not he was playing in the game, right? Like you would expect Adam Schefter to break that. It's news if he signs a contract. Yeah. Um, it's certainly news that he's going to retire. And uh, there is a little bit to me of the like millionaire athletes who want to control every aspect of how the public sees them. Like they want to do their public rollout, but it is news. Like that, you know, there's just no question that people follow the game so closely. People care about, especially top-level athletes. Like, obviously, it was a huge news story that Tom Brady was retiring. <clears throat> I think the the where I agree with both of you is like retirement is not a transaction; it is like a state of mind. Like, you know, Tom Brady could unretire. Jason Kelsey could unretire. Tom Brady unretire. did unretire. Exactly. He gave exactly. it all up. And so, <laughs> you know so, it, so it's like to so unretire. I think that's the part of it to me that's like you can't like the reporting really should be more like he told his teammates that he's probably going to retire. Right. Like if he just decides he's coming back and as Jason Kelsey noted on his podcast, like it's just very emotional when you end up end an NFL, any sports season and Tyler's talking about like it's so central to their identity, but especially an NFL season, like that is a, it's just a unique cliff to fall off of, especially when you're a defending Super Bowl champ, you're 10 and one. So I, I fully understand where he's coming from, from that. It is a little like the recruiting thing. Um, and I, I see debates about this all the time with like high school kids who are committing to a college. The sort of standard practice among recruiting journalists um, or high school journalists is you let the kids make the announcement, right? Like you ask the kid where they're going ahead of time. So your story's written, whatever. And then when the kid posts on his Instagram at 10 a.m., I'm going to Oregon. 
at 10 mm-hmm. and 30 seconds, boom, here comes my 800-word story with his thoughts on why he's going to Oregon or whatever. And I do think there's sort of like a respect for that, but it is also because uh, when kids commit, they're not signing anything. So if a kid tell if if you break a story that a kid's going to Oregon, and he didn't want you to break it, he could just decide he's going to USC now, <laughs> which is like it's the same thing as retirement. It's like the it is really the person's state of mind that is the story, and they could change that at any point until you've signed a, a you know an LOI or your retirement papers or whatever. So, Bro, I, don't I, I, I low-key have a theory that KD switched up from the Knicks to, to the Nets because Strauss broke that shit um, during that season when he was still with Golden State. So I definitely um, agree with you there. But I also feel like we owe Tom Brady an apology, man. Like, we thought he was a madman because <laughs> we thought he was a madman because this man was willing to reroute his entire life break a promise to his wife just to prove Shefty wrong about his retirement and we thought he was a ridiculous for that but I, I feel like I see the vision now I feel like bro he was like this is a battle that I have to fight that I can't let Schefter win and I feel like that was a very valiant thing for him to do he still lost his family bro but I don't I don't see the vision but I'm sorry no, to be honest no, with I, you I, I, don't, I, res- I, I respect the dedication to, to, to fighting off the Adam Shafters of the world, but no, not no. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, I don't not no, the risk I don't, of losing your no, family. No, bro. here's the thing. I don't you know think it. Was, I don't think it was worth it. But I see why Brady didn't back down on that. The, the, you know the, what the I mean? With me, the thing with me with these announcements, like you just like you said, you just drop a tweet. This dude is extremely emotional about this decision. You know what I mean? And you just rush to drop a tweet saying that it just ignores the humanity of it, and it's not wrong. You know, in the sense that, like, he's breaking the rules of, you know, journalism or whatever. But it's just weird to me that a man is obviously, you know, he's dedicated his life, you know what I'm saying, to this sport. And you're treating treating it as if, like, you know, and, and he's about to leave it. And, you know, like, what, what, what happens after this? Is he going to do it? Is he not? And you're just treating it as if it's just a tweet. As it's like, it's very robot, a ro- very robotic way of dealing with such an emotional decision from somebody. So that's why I just think it's weird, and I don't know how it truly benefits him. Like you said, like nobody's waiting for, you know, you know his retirement. You know, like I mean, unless you're like a Philadelphia degenerate, you know. Uh, a, a There's fan. a lot of Eagles fans who are very sad about I mean, him. Yeah, retiring. yeah, yeah, you know yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, but outside of that, it's not like he's gonna get like a. I, I don't, I don't really see the 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 real long term benefit of just doing some asshole shit like that. All right, speaking of doing some asshole shit. <laughs> Where is this the sh- going? The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I, was oh, when we get, I was loving when we get John's inner monologue <laughs> on a segue. That's good. Where is this one going? <laughs> I'm interested. You have my attention. The um, the Chicago Bulls, uh, in, it, you know, started a ring of honor, obviously honored all the people you would expect, Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause. GM of the greatest dynasty perhaps we've seen in uh, in modern sports. Uh, but Jerry Krause, uh, you know, disliked famously by Chicago fans um, for reasons both very understandable and stupid, in my opinion. Um, but uh, certainly the last dance, got a, we got a chance to hear Michael Jordan's side of the story very clearly. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big stamp. Damn, you know what I mean? It's hard to beat those MJ allegations. No when doubt. everybody's watching something during the fucking pandy. That's all sure. we had. The whole world was, you know, well, look, fuck Jerry Cross. But go ahead. And, and, and we talked about this at the time. I was a huge fan of The Last Dance. There is no mm-hmm. doubt it is a big step in the direction of the rich and powerful get to control their story and their narrative. They're mm-hmm. going to be the executive producer on their own documentary. There is not going to be an objective voice saying, was Jerry Krause an asshole who was like overly looking to the future? Yes. Did he consistently put championship rosters around Michael Jordan in a way that many superstars since have not been able to see? Objectively, yes. Yeah. Right? Like we, and we talked about it like most sports fans would take a reviled GM who helped you win six championships. <laughs> like most sports fans would take that. Anyway, Jerry Krause Looks like the you know the evil dude in Space Jam. I'm not defending Jerry Krause. Anyway, yeah, they made the they made the mistake of 
Mm. Not showing that his widow was at the game first. They just put the card up on the screen of Jerry Krause to overwhelming booze. The production team <laughs> lost the plot, bro. A hundred percent. Overwhelming booze and then cut to, and this shit genuinely broke my heart. Oh, they man. cut to his widow who was so overwhelmed with like sadness that she could not like sit. You know, like you get, she was physically overwhelmed <coughs> by how shitty she felt about it. Um, so I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it was the all time bad vibes sports clip. <laughs> like, I don't, it just, like, I just watched it and was like, I don't know, my stomach flipped over. It was so fucking nasty feeling. You know what I mean? How did you guys react to that? Are Chicago fans justified in booing? Obviously, I do understand that in no, <laughs> it's widow sitting right here, or whatever, because of the production team. But how did you guys react to that clip? I mean, my takeaway from that was, bro, propaganda works. Like, that motherfucking MJ propaganda. Look, I feel like the only way you can genuinely have any, you know, type of resentment towards Jerry Krause is if you're like 40 or older, right? Like, that shit happened fucking, you know, 25 years ago when, when he said, all right, that's enough. And, you know, six rings, you know, we're blowing it up now. If if you are still holding on to that from 1998, you know Jesus what I mean? Like, Christ, like. Bro. Right, and and it sounded like the whole fucking arena was booing. It didn't sound like it was just a bunch of forty plus motherfuckers. It sounded like like the whole fucking arena was in on that. Like, like the so. eight year old, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Vinny and Maya were booing. You the kid right? like, <laughs> with a little bean jersey on, it's like fuck Jerry Krause. And he like, <laughs> right. Yeah, but but Jerry Krause, man, just just completely unappreciative. A fucking masterful job he did with with those Bulls. Like even fucking MJ threw a shot during his Hall of Fame speech at him. Like dog, he was like Jerry Krause is here. I don't know who invited him. I didn't. Like goddamn. Like like can we just you know give the motherfucker just some props in his last few days here? But just a sad story, man. I mean, obviously, I feel like they didn't know that she was sitting there. We spoke to that, you know. I mean, they didn't know she was sitting there. I just, I just, well, like almost thirty years later. Like how 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 long you gonna hold on to that? How long is the city gonna hold on to that? You know what I mean? I honestly don't care too much about you know, but I just it just it it really hurt me seeing her be like we we ignore the human part. They're booing the man that you know ran the team. You feel me? They're not, but you know there's a human behind that, and it was his widow. You feel me? That that witnessed that. It's just it's it was it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. Yes. It yeah, just reminds it, it just it's just a reminder that yo, bro, like motherfuckers that are, you know, front facing in this way are not just what you see. They have a whole life behind him. He's probably a solid ass fucking husband. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's getting booed thirty years later in a fucking arena because some basketball decisions she while made. While being inducted into the ring of honor. It's just like bro. <laughs> like this is I mean, and and honestly, that's kind of just what life is to a degree in yeah. certain ways. You know what I mean? Like you get caught up in the propaganda machine, as Tyler said, on the wrong side of it. And, yeah. you know, that's where we end up. It is also interesting because, like, I think society has come to a more healthy perspective on what a lunatic Michael Jordan is in most regards. Right. Like. Like, his Hall of Fame speech, which was, like, an airing of grievances, I think was widely viewed as a, like, damn, Mike, like, Dog. appreciate your life a little bit here. <laughs> like, people didn't, people weren't like, fuck yeah, like, Michael Jordan, like, get these motherfuckers. Like, like he's kind of a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he invited the dude... <laughs> We invited the dude who got picked to varsity over him to the game and then called him out during his speech. He was like, yeah, you know, such and such is here. He got picked, you know, on varsity over me. Um, you know, we hooped not too long ago. He still got the same game. Like, God damn, like, bro, you are the greatest basketball player of all time in this moment. And you still taking shots at, at homie from 11th grade. Who so you invited I mean, if hate, there? If hate leads you to greatness, it's hard to let that go. That becomes your personality, nigga. You know but so I mean? my point is we've come to this better understanding of like how kind of like fucked up his worldview is. But we also collectively decided and clearly Chicago collectively decided after the last dance, we were going to let him have Jerry Krause. You know what I mean? It's like as a treat, you could just hate this man forever. But, you know, we're going to see the way you view Isaiah Thomas is maybe a little fucked up. Like, but Jerry Krause, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I don't know. And MJ, MJ owes. MJ owes so much of his legacy to the moves that Jerry Krause made for that team. 
we have seen the talent evaluator that MJ is. <laughs> right? And we are, and it is very well known that he has gone he that he used to go to that front office all the time with demands about, you know, who they should bring in, who he who he wanted them to draft. And they're like, nah. Like I forget there was some UNC guy who turned out to be a bum who MJ wanted them to take over Pippen. Like, bro, if 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 Krause in that front office fucking, you know, uh fold to you there, you're not winning six. You're not going down as the fucking goat. You if know, he doesn't fuck over time. Pippen for them years, where are you at? How many chips do you win? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just crazy. All right. Uh let's talk about our favorite uh city of Indianapolis. Uh is starting to win John over. The thousands of uh, hate tweets and comments. All it took it. was a hoop court. <laughs> <laughs> All it took was a very delicious looking basketball court in an airport. We'll go ahead. To celebrate their hosting of the All-Star Game this year, uh, they have built a basketball court in the Indianapolis airport, and John's a fan. Hey, man, I saw that. I'm like, hey, I might have to eat all them words. <laughs> I might have to go on my apology tour, nigga. That is fire. <laughs> if they let us run fives... Or like a little game of horse. I'll take a little game of horse. You know what I'm saying? Because my knee ain't going to let me run fives like that. Play a little game of horse while waiting? Bro, that shit was fire as hell. You know what I mean? I ain't mad at that. But yeah, let me, you know, hey, bro, I'm a, a, a dude hit me up like, yeah, we going to show you around the city, bro. Uh, yeah, you take me to a fire pork sandwich spot. I might, and he might be, it might be where it's at, bro. I don't know, man. It, that lean, that, that sent me a different direction, bro. That was, that's, you can't lie. That's fire, bro. It is fire. It's, it's you want to lose to me at horse in front of the whole Indianapolis airport? Let's do it, bro. <laughs> in an airport? In an airport? I would Ooh. love that. That would be that would be great. Well, we if we if we go, we pull up. You feel me? Please, let's do it there. Do they, are they? Were people shooting around? Are they letting people shoot around? It'd be, it'd, it'd be pandemonium probably if they did. But yeah, I mean, but who's flying with the basketball, right? I'm sure if you have out there with a basketball, I don't think anyone's gonna really fuck with you. I don't think. I'm, okay, I'll, I'll, let's. If I'm, you can I'm, walk on the court, one. why can't you shoot on I'm, the on I'm, the basket? I'm gonna pull up with a Wilson solution. That's my that's my favorite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My favorite I'm basketball. Gonna my, I'm gonna bring my evolution, and we're gonna. You, you fuck with evolutions? That's just what everybody uses these days. I like. Them. I know, but they just. I mean, they they got better old. over the years. He called they you were old. Nasty he did it so smooth, you didn't even hear it. He just called you old. <laughs> no, I mean evolution's John gotten better. They've gotten better, but they were they were they were hard back in the day, bro. I oh, they're, I hate they're nice though. now. They're nice. Yeah, now. yeah. I think that's I think that's what I beat uh, old boy. In. I think that's a, I, I think we were using evolution when I beat old boy. So we can we can we we can do that. You know what I mean? Uh, if they built a court and they don't let you play basketball on it, it lowers my opinion of Indianapolis. Yeah. Like I, I like what would the point of that be? Just <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought this was Just a basketball state. Dangling in front of you. Like this, you know, just like you know, that's 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 cold. If we can't shoot, P, I, obviously Twitter uh, had a field day with it. I, I enjoy it, like I enjoyed the commentary because this is a good point. We've all been at a pickup basketball game that we would not want TSA to witness. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Bro, I, I say all the time, if a nigga got a crazy jump, Jimmy, I'd be like, he got a gun on him. <laughs> <laughs> he got a fucking gun on that nigga. Got a chopper, nigga. Like that's that's what I be saying. Like you know what I'm saying? That's just net basketball talk. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> you're sitting next to you're Chop, in the middle seat. Like, you're in the middle seat between two guys who are playing full court. Talking about you know? Chopper City, nigga. Like, <laughs> that nigga had a chop on him. You see that motherfucker? <laughs> that's like uh, the, the, that's like it's it's like the airport version of swatting. Is <laughs> it like someone hits a three in your face and you've got fifteen security guards on him like thirty <laughs> seconds later? <laughs> All right, uh, before we get out of here, just before we were recording, uh, the trailer dropped for the Vince Staples show coming February 15th on Netflix. Uh, I haven't been this excited for a TV show, and I don't even know, bro. This shit looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, it looks incredible. Have you, like, seen, the you seen the preview yet, Tyler? You saw yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. It's, um, I know it's if your got... allowed you to. Well, come on now. It's got... Um... <laughs> All the way from Andromeda. Go ahead. <laughs> It's 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 got like like Kept Atlanta R37, vibes. Nigga. <laughs> Sorry. It's got it's it's got Atlanta vibes in like a good way. Like I, yeah, yeah. you know, we Afro were talking surrealism. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking like you know last episode about how much we love Vince Staples and like anything that anytime Vince Staples welcomes us into his mind, like you know, entertaining things happen. So very much looking forward to this, bro. Is Vince Staples' mind and like where it goes, like with an Afro surrealist tw twist, seems like. 
possibly my favorite show on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like Vince Staples World mixed with the feel and vibes of Atlanta. It's fucking perfect. It feels like you are the specific target audience for the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> bro, I was salivating. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I tasted that fucking trailer, bro. That was it's fucking, I'm, I'm really excited about it for sure. Um, we're working on it. We're gonna try and get this is my this is my white whale. We're gonna try and get Vince for the show. We do. I do have several mutuals with him. He does follow me on Twitter. I'm gonna send the send the DM. Like we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can. That would be uh, that would be a great interview. I will pledge either way to be the um, Long Beach Easter egg finder for Jenkins and Jones listeners when the Vince Staples show comes out because I I can see from the filming locations. Just in the trailer, there's going to be quite a bit of like inside Long Beach jokes in that show, so I'm very excited for it. But uh, but he we got to get Vince on the like, show. He's like he shoots in Long Beach. He's like why? He's like why am I going to? They were fit, he, like it was. <laughs> if if you if you, you follow a lot of Long Beach kids on Instagram or on Twitter, you, like it's just people. They were all over the North Long Beach, especially obviously. But they're all over Long Beach, and people would just be like Vince is filming, like Vince is filming. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> And we're used to, I mean, everything gets filmed in Long Beach because it's within the um, the Union Halo of L.A. So, like, you can film stuff in Long Beach and you, they don't have to pay the, like, travel cost of if you leave that Halo for oh, all, okay. of the, all of the behind-the-scenes workers. So, like, people have commented, obviously a lot of people have commented on this, but, like, Long Beach is, almost every time you see Miami in a TV show is or or a movie is Long Beach. Like, John, we were walking around Polly and I was telling you, like, American Pie and Coach Carter were filmed on opposite sides of this one building. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 just like it's sort of weird. You're sort of the back lot for <laughs> for LA. So people are used to it, but it was cool because this was like an all Long Beach production. You know what I mean? We, I wish Tyler was there. I wish you could feel how Polly felt inside Polly. You know what I mean? Like, I swear to God, that's fucking like it's a it's it's hollow ground, bro. There's some, there's, there's some, there's some going on over there. We bro. snuck on, we the snuck energy on, was we, crazy. We, we, we snuck on, we snuck on campus to film some stuff for John's brand, Tyler, on Sunday. I don't nice. think I, I don't think I, t- I didn't text you that, but yeah, John, John, John's a good human being, man. That's not that doesn't surprise for anyone. Sure. But despite his bougie tendencies, he's helping out a kid <laughs> that I, I really love. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I yeah, mean, man, you're a good dude, bro. bro. That kid. I mean, you, you you talk to him for five minutes. You want to bless him. Like I, I got another homie that said he's gonna try to get scholarship money for him. Like he's a, he's a special dude. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. All right, that's all the time we got. Uh, we will be back on Saturday with our NFL preview and uh, and probably a couple other things. Make sure you're checking out YouTube.com/slash at Jenkins and Jones for the YouTube specific stuff, uh, YouTube exclusive stuff. Excuse me. Um, good good content going up there as well. And uh, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. 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 The volume. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.